Welcome to the Pursuit of Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Melissa K. Barham, and I'm an entrepreneur, traveler, thinker, and creative on a mission to help you discover and lean deeper into your purpose. Here, we'll have inspiring conversations over topics like business, spirituality, personal development, mindset and manifestation, and how to live on purpose. My goal with this podcast is to help you connect with the answers already inside of you and expand your vision of who you truly are and who you're meant to be. I'm so grateful you're here, and I can't wait to set off in the pursuit of purpose together. Now let's jump in. Well, hi, friends, and welcome back to the Pursuit of Purpose podcast. So stoked to have you back here with me. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. Uh, My name is Melissa Kay, and I'm the host, obviously, of this pod. Um, And if you're here and sticking with me now already for a couple of weeks, still equally as stoked to have you. Um, It's been so, so fun to do this. And I'm a day behind even on having this episode out, but you know what? I don't even care because life happens, shit happens, and I am had some kind of inspiration this week for um, the episode content um, to share. I was going to do something totally different, and then this sort of came to me at the last minute, and I was like, yes, definitely that is what I would love to talk with you all about and share. So yes, thank you for being with me up until this point. If you have stuck with me since episode one, um, it has been awesome to hear the feedback so far from people and just um, hear how it's connecting in different ways. That's all really I ever hoped for or wanted with the podcast. So um, I'm just thrilled that it's landing with, with you guys and like I say, I'm I'm a sponge right now in terms of where the direction of this is going to go. I'm just kind of following my intuition, following what um, I'm inspired to record and share, and then also what is helping you. So the more feedback that you want to provide, if you are liking this and wanting to hear more but about maybe certain topics or things, um, always, always feel free to reach out to me um, on Instagram. I am, I am Melissa K on Instagram there. And um, yeah, would love to hear from you. But for me, life has been similar, but I feel like busier. I don't know why. I think it's like a common theme maybe for you as well. But I find the holidays are like supposed to be restful and everything like that. But they just get so hectic with um, work and like events and markets and seeing people and family. Like I have family that is coming um, in here tomorrow that's with us for the holidays and just I don't know, work just goes crazy. So if you're with me in that boat, I really love spending the holidays as a time to, um, you know, when, you know, Christmas and, and things sort of die down in the gaps. I really like to use it as a recalibration period for me. One, to be a little bit more introverted, obviously with my family, but to spend time um, with myself reflecting on the past year and then looking forward afterwards to, you know, the future. And so um, for this week's episode, I actually wanted to dig into the, in that reflection a little bit. And um, I spent some time thinking back over the last year in 2021. And I uh, feel like it was a, I don't know, I, I had so many expectations for 2021. And they were, they were met, but in, in completely different ways than I thought that they would be. Um, so this episode is dedicated to five of my biggest lessons I learned from 2021. And, um, you know, kind of concluding out the year, I definitely want to have an episode um, where we go through some visualization and some planning and grounding and setting ourselves up ready for 2020, 
to, oh my goodness, um, and kind of vision casting the life that we want to have in that year. So that will be coming. So stay tuned because that one's going to be really fun. I'm super excited to do that episode. Um, but yeah, today's going to be all dedicated to reflection. And, you know, these are just some of the five lessons like I have learned this year. You may have your own, but, you know, if, if there's anything I can encourage or impress upon you is like, take the time. I mean, it took me an hour, maybe half an hour to scribble this stuff out on my iPad, but like, take the time to actually think about what 2021 brought you. Um, if that was people, if that was lessons, you know, and have gratitude for that too, both the hardships and the lessons. Um, a lot of my lessons were hardships that I, and again, am grateful for. And it kind of goes back to what I talked about in last week's episode of hard things help push us forward. I wouldn't have gotten some of these lessons if it weren't for going through stuff that sucked. So um, take the time to have that reflection. It really is the catalyst for growth. Um, uh, if you don't reflect, you really have no idea kind of where you are or where you're going. So I would encourage it. Without further ado, though, um, and I will try to keep it concise so that we're not here for days, but um, the first lesson these are not consecutive either, but just kind of how I threw them together. The first big lesson that I learned and really took away from 2021 is that, um, and this is a quote from Tony Robbins. I'll probably, I'm probably saying it wrong, but our energy flows where our focus goes. And if you've heard that before, super, if you haven't, you know, glue it, stamp it in your brain. Um, that is really, really one of the the key things that I got in touch with. One, understanding like my energy levels and how the things and people and places, whatever I was involved in, gave me more energy or sucked it up. But really, the message of that quote is stop giving your energy to people who make you feel like shit or, or things that make you feel like shit <laughs> and vice versa, you know, um, get deeply in touch with the things that do fuel, um, your energy, who, who, and that the things that really light you up, um, and, and fill your cup, fill that battery, um, so to speak. Cause when you are at your, when your energy battery is full there, you are able to serve the world and be in the world in the place that you're intended to be in the place that you want to be or in the ways that you want to be. Um, it, it's so important that we guard where we're letting our energy drain to because everything that we come into um, interaction with, um, our energy is being transferred. So like, I'm sure from science, you guys all know about the law of conservation of energy. Uh, I'm extrapolating a bit here, but like the same, same rule still applies that energy can neither be created or destroyed. That is the law. Uh, it can only be transferred from one thing to another. And we are all really interconnected by the law of divine oneness, which, which means that anything that we come into contact with, that could be things, that could be places, that could be people, we have a connection with them that, that lasts no matter where we go after that. And so we have sort of cords that get created with those things, with those people. And if we are constantly, you know, thinking or worrying or caring about things or people, that are really just black holes and like sinkholes for our energy. They're not, it's not going anywhere. It's not being reciprocated. It's not adding more vibrancy into your life. You're literally throwing your energy out the window. You're transferring it all to them and getting none back. And maybe that sounds a little bit woo woo for you, but have you ever been 
so, so tired constantly and you don't know why. Like you're getting sleep, like you're maybe even getting exercise, you have a routine and you're still like, why the hell am I tired all the freaking time? It's probably because your energy is going somewhere. Like I had to get really in tune with this recently and think about why I was having such, such bad sleep. And I would spend like 30 minutes before I was going to bed thinking about certain people, about certain problems, issues, whatever, that did not deserve my time. And I would dream about them. I like It was running in my subconscious and my energy was going out towards that thing. And I had been tired for weeks. And it's only actually recently that I had that realization of, holy crap, you weren't living by this lesson, Mel. But um, if you have that happening to you and feel that drainage there, or even if you don't, um, have the awareness to go, you know, what do I have cords attached to, to right now that I need to reevaluate? And what maybe do I need to cut out? That is not like, okay, cancel culture, like you're out of my life, but there's boundaries that you need to make around where your energy is going and also how you're filling that back up. So um, that, that, that same quote, you know, your energy flows where your focus goes. What are the things that you can focus on that really do fill your energy up? The things that fill that battery for you up that um, maybe they're friends. Like, I, I don't know, whatever it is, but the things that fill you up, direct your energy there because you are your highest self when you are directing your energy in the place that consistently recharges yourself. So motto of that one and that lesson for me was let go of anything that doesn't serve you and love and release. Okay, next. Lesson number two that I that I took away from 2021 was you are the only decision maker that matters in your life. Some people might disagree with me, but this I have found to be fundamentally true. You know, too often we are searching for an answer from other people that only exists inside of ourselves. And I think the ultimate truth that I found this year through that lesson is like, I can ask for advice from a hundred different people, from experts, from different directions. But if something is inherently incongruent with that inside myself of just going like, no, that doesn't feel right. My decision, the, I am the only person and decision maker that matters in my life there. It has to align with you. It has to resonate with what you feel is right for you regardless of what the world is saying. And that goes for society's expectations. That goes for people that love you and that you love in your life that have different opinions of maybe what you should be doing, who you are with, um, what makes sense for you to do in your life, yada, yada, yada. You are the compass. You have an internal compass that is going to lead you in the right direction. And on that note of advice as well, Another massive thing that I learned, and I'm just holding this for 2022 as I'm doing a lot of new things outside of my comfort zone, is don't ask for advice or take advice from people who haven't done what you're asking for the advice on. That's just, it's just the most like ridiculous and ludicrous concept to, I think, <laughs> go and seek advice from a place where someone has no expertise. Like we wouldn't do that in academia. We wouldn't do that with a trade. Like I wouldn't go to a mechanic and ask them to please come and tune my piano or, um, well, maybe, maybe they could do that. I don't know, but like fix my plumbing. That's not their expertise and they haven't ever trained in that or done that. And so similarly in things that I'm wanting to do in my life, I'm not going to go and ask someone who's worked in a corporate job forever. I also work still in a corporate job, but like 
I'm, if I have interest in entrepreneurship, I'm going to go talk to an entrepreneur. I'm not going to go talk to someone who's never wanted to do it, thinks it's stupid and has had never had success with it. So make sure that when you're soliciting advice in your life around whatever topic it may be, work, relationships, um, friends, et cetera, et cetera, that you are taking it from the place of someone who is already where you want to be in, in, in a career sense, or someone who's had the experience already that you have had. Because if it's not, if that's not the case, you're, you're speaking apples to oranges. Like it's never, it's not going to line up and it's not really good or helpful advice when you do that, regardless of if you love them and if they're close to you or anything like that. On this concept as well, the other big takeaway I had within this decision kind of category and being the decision maker of my life is that there's really no right or wrong decision also. And that was a huge piece of this lesson for me this year that, you know, I've learned about it and I've talked about it in in the past couple of um, podcasts, maybe here or there, but like the only wrong choices are the ones that you make solely for somebody else or you're not making any of them at all. Like not making a choice is the wrong choice. (laughs) So, you know, if you need advice, seek it from people who have walked in those shoes that you're trying to not fulfill, but walk in. (laughs) Um, And, you know, even still at the end of the day of all that, though, do what feels right in your gut. Our guts usually tell us we just are really good at ignoring them and like covering them up with rationale and logic and bullshit. So it might seem like counterintuitive sometimes, and it might seem like you're getting uh, an answer to do something that's like opposite of what you think is is right or that is everyone else is saying is right. But like check in with that sense as well and, and build up that sense and that intuition as I've talked about before. Because your gut is rarely, rarely wrong. Like I would bet a savings plan or, or a, a, a savings fund entirely on, you know, someone's gut choice versus like the logical choice that they're that they're being given. The last thing I was going to say on this too is, you know, whatever choices you're making, because you're the you're the only right decision maker for your life. Other people's opinions and judgments at the end of the day literally do mat do not matter you will always have the right answers inside of you. It's never going to steer you wrong. So seek out the advice from the proper people, but, you know, always come back to yourself and remember that you are the correct decision maker for you. Okay, number three. Um, This one I had to say to myself so many times when I was uncomfortable doing things this year. New things, new experiences, things I wasn't sure about, um, this podcast, like so many. And that is, so this is number three, done is better than perfect. Uh, I had coaches that told me this so many times and I'm like, yeah, yeah, but I've been growing up as this perfectionist where everything was done right in a certain way. And not that I'm not go with the flow because I actually am up pretty well too, but I always did things well, right? Like at, you know, a hundred percent of my ability and like polished and quote unquote perfect. And, um, that that's just perfect is such an overused word that I don't think actually exists. Like perfection is so, so not a thing. And, um, someone, someone close to me said, uh, said this to me, uh, this year, you know, it's okay to not know what you're doing because no one knows what they're doing. So F it up a little bit, you know, make, take some, take some risks, just start doing, just start doing and see what happens when, you start to do that. You know, um, 
one of my favorite books that I've ever read, and it, my copy's beaten to crap because I took it all over Asia, Asia is um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. It's this bright orange cover with black letters on it. It's a really simple book, um, but I don't know why. It's always stuck with me. And um, it was at a phase in my life where I like really didn't know what I was doing next and thought that there was like a right answer I had to do. And like I couldn't make a decision um, because I thought I had to be like the right one or perfect one or whatever. And by the end of the book, spoiler alert, it's not like a story or anything, but he literally says in one of the end chapters, like, this is all, all this whole book that I just read to you amalgamates to this one idea, which is just freaking do something. Just start. You're, you're a failure if you don't start. If you do something, you've already succeeded doesn't matter if it's perfect, doesn't matter if it's pretty, doesn't matter if it's grand, um, or a work in progress, just start. And the truth of that really is like action inspires more action. If you have fear, if you have doubt around anything, just by acting and taking really messy action, you're going to take baby steps forward. When you have inaction, that only promises, promises you to stay present and stay the same, which if you don't want that anyway, that's a known you, you know, you already don't want. So when you just start moving towards something in a direction, even if it's messy, that's what you need to do. And you also don't need to know what you're doing to get things done too. Like, I think we think we have to always have a plan. I know I do. Like I have notes right now that I've made because that's just how I operate, but we don't actually need to really know what we're doing to get things done and be maybe not efficient, but be proactive and productive. Um, it's just a matter of choosing to take action and accepting the fact that you're going to look stupid, that you're going to suck, that it's going to be messy, and you don't have to be a perfectionist when you're just starting. And that is is a big enough pill to swallow sometimes for those who have lived an entire life of conditioning, thinking that it has to be done in a certain way, um, or it's some sort of reflection on your identity or something if it's not done to a certain standard. Um, so loosen up, shake that out a little bit. I encourage you to. Um, very much so helped me and do it messy. I like, I just always kept saying that to myself, do it messy, just start, just do something, do it without a plan and act from a place of inspired action and intuition. You know, if you keep following those signals of what feels good and trying stuff, if you keep acting from a place that feels good and, um, like fun, it feels like you're in like sort of a, a kind of flow, you know, follow that and, things will start to align for you as you go and get a little bit less messy. So many of the goals or ambitions I've had in life, I've talked myself out of purely because I didn't think that they would be good enough or polished and ready enough or others. I, you know, other, other things I didn't think I was just prepared for. I didn't know enough. That's a huge one. We always think that we don't know enough to be able to share or start or, you know, anything. You know, I, there's risks I was worried of taking, and that's happened so many times for me when planning out, like, travel, for example. But it, it's sort of a muscle I built up a bit, especially with travel, to just let things sort of fall together and really have minimal plans. Um, I realized that that's not easy to do at the beginning, but I sort of just, you know, start somewhere. And it trickles forward, and I add on a little bit more, and I add on a bit more, and it seems a lot easier as I go. And so I take that same lesson and idea from travel and um, kind of how my plans scrap together and always work out in the, the coolest and best ways and surprising ways, because I love surprises. It, it's always much better than if I planned in detail and made sure it was always perfect. 
because that's a lie. Perfect is not real, right? So I've tried to apply that logic with new things like this podcast and just follow where I feel inspired and do things imperfectly and messy. Every time I edit audio on this, I'm like, it sounds bad. There's noises, weird things are happening. And I I keep wanting to revert back to like, it's not perfect enough logic. Um, But I have to shake that and, you know, just keep pressing forward. Just keep doing it messy. Doesn't matter how it's performing. Just focus in on starting and that will take you where you need to go. So um, what I realized was that, you know, sure, we can break our backs making things perfect or making perfect or right, air quotes, right decisions. But the truth is the world is so past perfect, guys. Like no one wants to see that. It wants real. It wants mistakes. It wants the authentic experience that we are having, which for no one is that perfect. So be real, follow your inspiration and do shit messy. It feels really good when you do it. And, um, Things get clearer as you go. So just do something, as Mark Manson says. Okay, Um, what is my next one? Four, let go of anything you can't control. Pretty big one. Um, There is uh, one guy who I will say I consider a friend because I've known him for quite a while on Instagram. Um, His account is, uh, it's Ron's Writings, but he just released a book. His name's Ron Lim, and he has a, I guess a poem in it, but I'll say a quote that's, uh, that says sometimes the best self-care thing we can do for ourselves is to not care. And I think that's so powerful and so freeing, you know, we use up so much energy trying to control the outcome of how something will plan out all the time. Um, you know, having expectations, thinking forward, like almost doing like a visualization movie in your mind of how something's going to go. And then we're always like, let down or frustrated or like hurt or a lot of negative emotions when it doesn't look like that perfect movie we have in our head. And it's ludicrous that we even had that in the first place because we could, we couldn't control any part of how something was going to pan out. It, (laughs) we don't think about it enough to go, okay, yeah, okay. That, that makes sense, Mel. But really we're, we're trying to control so much that is by principle out of our control and we exhaust ourselves in it when really you know we forget we truly forget that we're supposed to be here on earth co-creating with the universe co-creating with the world that's happening like we are not the masters with the magic wand like orchestrating everything that's happening and we as much as we like to think that that we're all power powerful and shit in our own lives we're really like we have like 1% control of what's going on in our lives. Um, which maybe for some people that that's scary. Um, for me, I think that that's the most freeing thing in the world to think, okay, wow, there's not a lot I can do to like mess this up. There's not a lot I can do to steer it, to make it go, um, enormously, enormously right. So, um, maybe I can take the position of, you know, not trying to be the captain of the ship and in the driver's seat, but I can be a passenger that's along for the ride and waiting to see, you know, where this cruise ship docks at next. We're, we so easily forget how small and powerless we are. I love thinking about myself that way. Um, I, I, I mentioned it, you know, I think in my last episode, but like when we bring ourselves down to realizing how like sometimes insignificant we are, or how um, small we are in the grand scheme of things, it takes off so much pressure of like everything we think we have to be 
we can just exist. We can just be here to experience. We can just be here to, you know, enjoy and share and um, serve people with, you know, the gifts that we have and the interests that we have and the things, the heart that we have. But beyond that, it, it takes off a lot of that pressure. And um, it, it it's freeing to know that the whole trajectory of our life, it's like 5%, 1% to 5% controlled by us and really the rest of it is we're there along for the ride. So the hustle that we're constantly in the Western world, especially pushed to be after it, after and after is wasted. We're kind of just little hamsters. Um, when really, if we could let go of some of that need for control all the time, um, we'd be a lot more at peace with everything that's going on, a lot more able to have creativity, be in tune with ourselves of what is actually um most in resonance with who and what we want to be and what we want to do and block out a lot of the, the noise. Um, you know, we're not allowing for magic to come in. And I know that sounds really woo for me to say, but like, we're not allowing for things to just happen to come in because we're trying to control every single freaking aspect of our lives. So letting go of control of, you know, any outcome has probably been the single most liberating lesson I've had in the past two years. It happens for me all the time when I'm sort of like planning out my year and planning out like even goals and milestones and things I want to work towards. I'm so much more loose of how something is going to happen now. I'm still pretty like a step-by-step tangible. Okay, I need to know what I need to do next. But like beyond the next step in front of me, I got no no freaking idea. And I love that. And it has brought um, so much peace, clarity, um, just overall happiness to my life in doing that. If you've never tried to let go a little bit, and um, I really, really encourage you to do that. And you know, if you're just if you're acting in a way that's authentic and making choices that are true to you, that's the most control that we're like meant to have there anyway. Is just act in in the path of our highest self and let the rest kind of flow in. You know, act in authentic in authentic <laughs> act in authenticity to you. But for please, goodness sake, let go of the how things will happen. Um, you know, stop hustling for the control because it, when we act in alignment with our with our heart and with, with faith also too, that, you know, things are going to happen as they need to be and simply just surrender this false sense of control of the outcome because it is false. We don't actually have control. Um, you, you let so much more into your life that way. More peace, more excitement and more of a chance to, you know, Receive what the universe meant for you to have. Another quote that I love that I thought of when when thinking of of these was, if you spend your energy trying to change the things you can't change, you'll only end up being depleted for absolutely no reason. This kind of maybe ties back into the energy energy lesson that I, I started off with. So do your best, uh, I would say, to... That, that's my guidance. I mean, it's the lesson that I got this year, but has really helped me a ton is letting go of anything that you cannot control. All right. The last and final lesson, I mean, the lesson, final lesson for today, I could go on for days, but we don't want to be here (laughs) for that long. So the last one I want to leave you off with is also from a book. Um, it was one of my favorites of this year. If you have never read it, I very much encourage you to get it, especially if you are, you know, an ambitious person, someone who has an idea, um, someone who might seem a little bit like me and you're just, you're looking for something um, more out here and that you have more in you, but you don't know where and what. 
It's called Everything is Figure Outable by Marie Foriello. Foriello? Foriello? Um, and that is the lesson. Everything is figure outable. And that's her motto that she lives by. And it, when I heard this book, I listened to it on a road trip uh, out to BC, I think in J- May, June. And I, well, I was just like grinning from ear to ear when I heard it. I was like, that's, that's the new model. That's the new mantra. That's the new thing that I'm constantly going to be saying to myself. Um, and it's been amazing how having that mindset and having that, um, yeah, that mantra kind of go and become a part of me as well has manifested so much cool shit this year for me. Because what it essentially means is like, no matter what is going on, no matter like how there's, if there's a struggle, if something's not going to plan, if, you know, all hell breaks loose, everything is figureoutable, everything is figureoutable, everything is figureoutable. How can this be? And to be honest, I think whenever I have remembered this saying now this year, I don't think there's actually been anything I've run into where it, it was like absolutely not figureoutable. I was like, nope, that's the end of the road, pack it in. I think in every case, it made me think very much outside the box, outside of what was conventional, outside of, um, yeah, I don't even know. It made me way more tenacious and also manifest so much more. Because I, by saying everything is figureoutable, no matter what the circumstances that you're facing, you are actually full on declaring, deciding and declaring that it will be with the release of control of how it's going to happen, AKA manifestation. That's actually what manifestation is, is deciding, declaring and letting, taking line action and then letting it roll in. So one of the examples of this applying in a shitty situation, I have a couple, but one was um, this summer I was out uh, on Vancouver Island with um, my best friend Bianca and um, I was taking her whale watching in Tofino. And we were camping in, in Tofino as well. It was like a half an hour drive from, from where the whale watching place was. And I have gone whale watching at this same company and location. Cause I did it with my boyfriend bef- like years ago before that. And so I had booked this whale watching the night before I would bet you a thousand dollars. Like at the time I would have bet you a thousand dollars that yes, absolutely booked at right time, right tour. Like I've done this before. I know exactly. There's only two options. So I obviously picked the right one. Yeah. Okay. We get there, get there on time. It's fine. Wrong freaking tour. Um, I booked, there's two types of whale watching there. There's one that's like in this, um, Zodiac boat. That's like open air. Very cool. That's what I did the first time you wear these like winter suits. So you stay warm cause it's freezing on the water. Um, that's the one I wanted to do. And I was so, so positive. I booked that. And, um, no, I had booked this one. It was like a Glaston boat, bunch of kids on it. I I didn't. Yeah. I was so pissed off. They're the same price too. And it was just so much worse than the one I actually wanted. Um, and we were, I, I say we were on time, barely on time. So like they were rushing us to get to the docks and I was like, this sucks. Like I, I wanted to do the other one. And I was like, dang, I, everything's figureoutable. How, how maybe is there a way that we can get on this other tour? I don't know how, because it really seems like it's not possible, but somehow this is figureoutable. Somehow. I don't know. I'm just going to sit and hope that it is. And, um, it's funny because as we were walking down to the docks, the the girl that was leading us down there, I guess she overheard me like talking to Bianca about it, saying like how dumb I was for booking the wrong tour and it's too late to change. I don't know how, like how this is going to 
get figured out, but I guess some way it will be. And I just had faith. I don't know why that, that it would be. And I kept, kept thinking that, that saying, and, um, we were sitting on this boat with all these kids and I was just like so disappointed already. And we hadn't even left the marina and, um, the, the captain's like finishing up his little safety spiel and, um, he gets a phone call and he was like literally about to leave the marina. And, um, we're kind of like eavesdropping listening to him and he's like yeah they're here okay yeah sure i'll tell them and um looks over at me and Bianca, and he's like um did you guys want to go on the other tour like they they thought that you they they feel like you guys want to go on the other tour do you still want to because if you do get off the boat right now um they have two more spots two more empty spots for you guys and they're leaving in five minutes run <laughs> I just, we, me and Rhonda, Bianca sprinted off of that thing and were like hauling our asses up back to the, um, back to the whale center. But like, I was dying laughing going up the hill, just going like, I literally was saying this whole time, everything's figure outable, don't know how, but it will be. And, um, it is a lesson that has, that, that has one brought me a lot of cool surprises this year, but like an immense amount of faith, um, in manifesting stuff and, and, just really trying to look outside the box and find different solutions. Um, when I was in Iceland, it was sort of like same, well, not the same thing. It had nothing to do with whales, but um, another like situation too, where everything was just sort of going the wrong way. Like the weather that we were planning for, and I wanted to do a lot of photography when I was there. We were there a couple months ago in, in September, me and my mom. And like weather was just going backwards. We kept backtracking, going like the wrong direction with stuff. And like our schedule wasn't working out where I wanted to go. And as I said, I kind of like, I plan the day before, literally we are, it was like midnight the night before. And I had no idea which direction I was driving the next day, but I made a plan. And, um, as that plan went the next day, totally just got kiboshed, like did not work. And again, I kept saying like, okay, everything's figureoutable. This will be figureoutable. I'll be able to hit the main like photography spots I want to. It's going to be good weather. It's fine. This will work out. I don't know how, but I will just, you know, make partially the plan and let the universe fill in the blanks for me. And, um, yeah, I, it, like it didn't work out that it was magically sunny and perfect every other day after that. It was quite the opposite, but by having that perspective, it helps you to push yourself out to think about something differently. One, how, how you can spin it, um, how you can still make it what, what, you want or make something positive out of a situation. Maybe if it can't fully turn around or think of a way to completely like uproot a plan, flip it on its head and then make it still work in a way that maybe you wouldn't have been pushed to in the past before because it was all just going to plan. So, um, those are just two examples for me that, you know, this has happened, but I, I love that saying everything is figureoutable in that mantra. Um, and if you do too, I welcome you to one, read the book cause it's awesome. Or just say it to yourself also, because it's pretty simple, but I don't accept dead ends anymore. Guys, like I, I have ultimate faith that I can find an alternative now or other option no matter what. And then maybe, as I said, it's just another perspective to get out of a hard moment that you're in. Maybe it's not changing what's actually going on, but I think a lot of the times we can, um, if we pause for a second, okay, go, everything's figureoutable and think about how to flip something, you know, in any situation I see now how this motto and this life lesson can really recalibrate us and refocus us and help us bring ourselves closer to what we want every single time. 
and um, yeah, get really, really clear on that and figure out a way to still, still make it happen. So that's that one. And that, those are the five top, I guess, biggest lessons that I took away from 2021. There were so many others. Um, and I'll share them in different ways, probably from here on out. But, um, I hope that maybe in those lessons that you picked up something that maybe could help you that you could apply for 2022, or maybe you resonate with one of them. And it's also something that you experience, which would be really cool to hear about. Please let me know and shoot me a message if it is, because I would like to hear about your experiences and your major life lessons you took away from this year. But with that, I, again, I really encourage you to take time to reflect on, um, what 2021 gave you in like good times and bad because life lessons are always there in them. And, um, you know, a lot of these tools are things that I'm going to be carrying forward now. They made me much stronger, much more resilient over the year and will be what I'm taking into the new year and also being open to all the different lessons that 2022 is going to bring myself as well. Um, so I'm going to close it off there and, um, and conclude the conclude the episode for today. But if you liked today's episode or any of the past episodes and you have not yet followed or subscribed to the podcast, I would love for you to do that on whatever platform you're on. And um, if you would be so kind and have the time, I would love to hear from you in a review. I know you can't do that on, on Spotify, but on Apple Podcasts, I know you can. So I'm going to be reading some reviews um, in the upcoming episodes as we go. So would love to hear from you there, how the podcast is landing with you. Um, please go ahead and do that. So like, follow, subscribe and uh, review. I would really, really appreciate that. Final note too, is that I am still um, offering free 30 minute co- coaching sessions for Um, I'm going to be rolling this into January. So I announced this in my previous two two episodes, but right now, just as a a way to connect with you as the audience and help give back as well, I am offering these free 30-minute coaching sessions and they really can be on anything. I, I, I have a Calendly link that is in the show notes. So if you look into the notes afterwards, it's down there um, and you can pick a time that works with you. Um, I'll be rolling those times into, into the new year. But if there's something that you're working on and it could be in business, it could be in your personal life, in your personal growth, um, in your in your journey and search to understand your own purpose um, and how that fits into your life, really anything um, that I can help you with. I would love to jump on one of those, um, those sessions with you and see how I might be able to serve you and connect with you there. So please, uh, go to the link there, or there's a link in my bio, um, on Instagram and you can book in with me for that. I don't know how long I'm going to be offering those. So get them while they're at. And I am so, so excited to connect with you over in that space, maybe. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you guys have the most wonderful holiday. Uh, We'll still be dropping podcast episodes throughout the holiday break, I guess. Um, So some fun ones coming your way. And yeah, thanks for being here with me. Have the best day, afternoon, evening, whatever time it is in your world. And I will see you guys next time.